You are not here by accident. You are here by design. And you are here to find courage in the face of fear, to replace isolation with connection, to push back that feeling of overwhelm, and to start feeling confident. And you know how you're going to do it? By listening to other people's stories. There's no better way to feed your soul and raise your vibration and shift your mindset than to hear the stories of those who have gone before you. I'm your host, Lori Lynn, also known as Her Royal Excitedness, and I invite you to rise and climb. Welcome back to the Rise and Climb podcast with your host, Lori Lynn. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I hope that's okay with you. I know I've had lots of amazing guests on the podcast so far telling their stories, and I just felt inspired to share a portion of my own story. So here we go. I was so tired. The antidepressant medication my doctor prescribed didn't help. It made me even more tired, which I didn't think was possible. I was dragging myself through my days, catching myself falling asleep at stoplights, literally crawling up the stairs to go to bed. Little bursts of energy would be followed by absolute exhaustion. Several hospital visits and ultrasounds later, I discovered I was suffering from fibrocystic disease, endometriosis, cysts on my ovaries, and symptoms of hypoglycemia and fibromyalgia, not to mention depression and the occasional suicidal thought. Not exactly how I imagined things going in my mid-20s. After I had baby number one, at age 29, one of my best friends came to visit me. She took me shopping for clothes because I didn't own a single thing that fit anymore. Now, for context, when I got married at age 25, I was a size 10, 12. Before the freshman 15 (laughs) that I put on in college, I was about a size 6, 8. We ended up buying a pair of Target Capri cargo pants, size 16, 18, and a pair of army green extra large drawstring linen pants. I wore those linen pants almost every day for a year. I even wore holes in the thighs. No joke. I remember the exact moment I realized I was going to have to do things differently for my kid. While he was sitting in his high chair, eating bits of apple that I had cut up for him, I was sitting on the couch, crouched over the coffee table my dad made in shop class in high school. I had a Sonic drive-in chicken sandwich in one hand and a large onion ring slathered in ketchup in the other. Sitting there with my 32-ounce sweet tea wolfing down my fast food, I look over at my nine-month-old toddler and think, oh God, I'm going to have to start feeding him more than just baby food soon, and I can't feed him this. Not long after, while shopping for a gift for someone I love, I came across a delightful-looking cookbook that's now out of print, sadly, called The Working Parents Cookbook. I found a used copy on Amazon and started reading. It was exactly what I needed to get started on learning how to cook. 
I also checked out children's books with photos from the library. Yes, I admit it. I never really learned how to cook. In that book was an entire section devoted to the evils of trans fat or partially hydrogenated oil. I thought, well, if it's that bad for me, then I'll just read labels and cut it out of my diet. Turns out it was in almost everything. After I cut out trans fat from my diet, people started to ask me how much weight I had lost. Weight? I wasn't trying to lose weight. But guess what? I had dropped 30 pounds in four months without trying. So that got me to thinking, this is about more than just calories. So I started digging. And what I discovered is that trans fat really is insidious. It's even banned in several countries. That was 15 years ago. Today, I'm in the best shape of my life. I wear a size 6'8 instead of a size 16, 18. I don't take any prescription meds. I do pull-ups every day, and I regularly go on hikes and bike rides. I play tag with my kids. Here's the thing, though. Last year, I went through a divorce. So now I'm a single mom with three kids that I've homeschooled from the beginning. They're all actors, so we do a ton of running to auditions and rehearsals and gigs. And so now, instead of looking at one kiddo in a high chair, I'm looking at three very busy kiddos and thinking, I can't keep working the occasional part-time gig and I'm not going to work a 40-hour work week. I've got to figure out how to get financially healthy and fast. In the same way that I sort of stumbled upon my answer to getting physically healthy, I accidentally stumbled upon my answer to growing my bank account without giving up homeschooling my kids or running them to auditions and rehearsals and gigs. It started with a for sale sign in my yard. After my divorce, I stayed in the house we had been renting and my ex bought a house a mile down the same street. One day as I was taking my kids to rehearsal, I get to the end of the driveway and notice a for sale sign. Never one to avoid conflict, I just call up my landlady right there and I say, um, why is there a for sale sign in the yard? She says, oh, did I not tell you? I put the house on the market. Um, no, she didn't tell me. To her credit, she had been hospitalized over Christmas. I actually went to visit her in the hospital on Christmas Eve. So she wasn't feeling well, but still, a phone call would have been nice. Thankfully, in the divorce, he got his 401k and I got the little rental house. Incidentally, my renters had just decided to move out, so I was getting ready to rent it again. I called up my realtor friend and she helped me get the house on the market fast. We put the house on the market on a Thursday and said we would accept the highest and best offer the following Tuesday. We didn't have time to mess around. On Sunday, she said that loads of people had come to look at the house, but there weren't very many offers yet. I said, all right, well, what if we send them a video? I could walk through the house and give them a tour and tell them what I love about it. Without missing a beat, she whips out her iPad and starts recording. 
I tell story after story about the seven years I lived there and why I absolutely adored that little farmhouse in the city with the wraparound porch. On Tuesday, the offers came pouring in. We ended up with 14 offers, all over asking price. Well, except for one. And while we listed the house for $199, the offer we accepted was for $237. As is, buyer pays closing costs. My real estate agent friend turns to me and says, that video thing you did, could you do that for a house that's not yours? And I'm like, of course. <laughs> I mean, as long as I can capture the stories. So while staging her next house for the photographer, she invites me to come and interview the homeowners. So I write out a script, and I hire a videographer, and we make an eight-minute video tour of the house, not only highlighting all of the features and benefits, but also telling story after story about why it's so wonderful to live there. She thought the house would sell for $2.1 million based on comps, and because it hadn't had any updates in 20 years, the sellers wanted to list it for (laughs) 2.495. Long story short, we ended up selling that house for full asking price during the Whisper campaign to a couple who watched the eight-minute video. It was the first house in the history of that neighborhood to go for more than 2.2 million. My realtor friend still to this day gets calls from appraisers asking how she got that much for it good question. Why did our houses sell for so much more? Was it really the storytelling in the videos that made the difference? Turns out, the answer is a resounding yes. Stories sell exponentially better than dry facts. Just ask any copywriter who has been paid thousands to tens of thousands to millions of dollars to write copy for big brands. Okay, now what does this have to do with you? I'm not selling a course on copywriting, but I can point you to one if that's what you want. What I am doing is helping entrepreneurs and small business owners capture their stories, ideally on video, even if they're terrified to go on camera, don't know what to say, or they're just not tech savvy. I've joined forces with an award-winning filmmaker friend to help entrepreneurs and small business owners create the most important videos for growing their businesses. These are the videos that are the most impactful, the ones that are proven, not just through his experience, but also through research to provide the best ROI or return on investment. And when you create your own videos in the way that we show you, which is sort of a DIY, do-it-yourself approach, your investment is so minimal and it's so impactful to capture those stories and share them with your audience. Video has been proven to outperform text and still images by 1,200%. And 80% of online activity is now video. So if you are not using video in your marketing, now's the time to start. And if you don't know where to begin, grab that free buyer's guide that we created at videomarketingunleashed.com. If you would like a direct link to that website, 
just email me at laurilynn at laurilynnenterprises.com or find me on Facebook. I'm Lori Lynn Podcast, and we even have a private Facebook group that's all about capturing your stories on video. And that Facebook group is Video Marketing Unleashed. So I hope to connect with you there. I would really love to hear all of your awesome success stories once you start capturing your stories and sharing them with your audience through the power of video. I love you. Thank you so much for joining me. And next week, we will be back to our regular format. I have an interview all recorded and ready to go. So we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. If you thought of someone while you're listening to this episode, would you send it to them? Just let them know you were thinking about them or that they came to mind and make that connection. If you would take a minute to rate and review my show, that would mean the world to me. And let me know about topics that you want us to cover in future episodes. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. What are you waiting for? Go, hit the subscribe button right now. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Mwah.